You're listening to the weekly sermon podcast from Union Road Presbyterian Church. For more information, join us on Facebook or visit our website at unionroad.org.uk. Well, I do just want to thank you for your warm welcome to Union Road um, this morning. It's a quick turnaround between the comfort and here. I'm just about caught my breath, but it is really lovely to be here with you all. And at the very outset, I do just want to take this opportunity to thank you for your prayers and your faithful support of the work of the Leprosy Mission around the world today. It really um, means so much, not just to hear locally, to know that we have um, friends and churches around Northern Ireland who pray for us and who support us, but actually it makes a huge difference every day to our work on the front line in Asia and in Africa, and particularly to those who are affected um, by leprosy. Um, It's because of your support um, that actually they can receive healing, um, the cure, and help um, towards restoration. So thank you for that. We were talking there in the children's address about remembering things, but I wonder, have you ever lost anything. Maybe a child in a busy shopping center, or you go to pay for something and you open your wallet, your purse, and you have that sinking feeling, that moment of dread and panic. I wonder how you would feel if you lost everything. We've been praying this morning for for those in Ukraine who are fleeing. They've lost everything because of a war which they have not sought? What about if you lost the love of your family, your job, your freedom, your independence, even your place in society was taken from you? You might feel outraged by the injustice of it all. I know over time I certainly would feel hurt disappointed, rejected, alone, hopeless? Well, this is often the case for those affected by leprosy. Often the poorest in the poor, of the poor in communities around our world today, yet leprosy doesn't care about the little that they have. It steals whatever is left as well. Leprosy is like the thief that we read in John chapter 10, verse 10, that comes in the night to steal, to kill, and to destroy. It robs people of those who suffer with leprosy of their jobs, their marriage prospects, even their basic human rights. Leprosy works very slowly, almost undetectable at the very start. We talked about some of the symptoms with the children there. Those early symptoms start with light numb patches. You might be able to see some of them on the screen. It progresses then by the shortening of tendons, leaving clawed-like hands and drop foot. And then it then goes on to destroy the nerve endings in the hands, the feet, and the face, leaving those affected with no ability to feel pain anymore. The very feeling that protects us and alerts us from danger. If left untreated, Wounds and cuts progress to ulcers and to infection, and finally to permanent, irreversible, and unnecessary disability. But the tragedy of all of this 
is that it doesn't have to be like this because leprosy is completely curable. I have the cure to leprosy with me today. This is uh, three different antibiotics known as multi-drug therapy. This is the cure to leprosy. And this medication is free and it costs us as an organization about six pounds per patient to actually administer this. But actually, what you see on the screen is actually the case for so many. Even though this is a curable disease, disability often due to late diagnosis or misdiagnosis robs individuals of independence, and freedom, further adding to feelings of isolation and loneliness and hopelessness. Our new understanding of isolation due to the impact of COVID over these past two years may give us a slight insight into the life of a person affected by leprosy. Over the past two years, we have experienced how a disease can cut us off from our family, our friends, our loved ones, we all know the frustration of restrictions and how they can prevent us from doing simple things like going to the shop, meeting friends and loved ones for a coffee, even gathering together in a church building. But these are feelings and occurrences that those with leprosy experience every day. And unlike each of us who have the joy the hope, the opportunity of restrictions being lifted and relaxed. Those with leprosy don't have that hope. They often face a lifetime of loneliness, of exclusion, with no hope for the future, with laws in our world today that are still in place that prevent those with leprosy having certain jobs, having the opportunity to even marry certain people, and even basic rights to health care. In India, for example, you're not allowed to get on a public train if you've got leprosy. In Nepal, leprosy is grounds for divorce. Even for something like the vaccine for COVID, those with leprosy have been left behind and forgotten about. Until now, you might be thinking, leprosy, does that really exist in our world today? I know many places that I go and share, people say to me, surely leprosy doesn't exist, and surely it can't really be that big of a problem. But unfortunately, that's not the case, as every year there's nearly a quarter of a million new cases are diagnosed, and actually the experts think it's probably three or four times higher, greater than that, because the very nature of leprosy is that people hide away because of the shame, because of the stigma. People don't come forward for diagnosis. 10% of these cases are found in children. Every two minutes, someone in our world is told that they have leprosy every two minutes. And that clock keeps ticking unless we do something about it. Samir, who you see pictured on the screen, is a child with big dreams for the future. And leprosy nearly stole those dreams from him. Like most young boys, his age, football is his favorite thing to do with his friends. But over time, it was getting more difficult for him to keep up with his friends. Running 
was just becoming more challenging as his feet were not working as they should be. Even trying to hold a pen in school was becoming more difficult as his hands started to stiffen and claw. Over time, the simple things that he used to love became impossible. Confused and frustrated, he began to wonder what was happening to him, and that's when he found out that he had leprosy. It's never good news to find out that you have any disease. It's particularly a shocking and terrifying thing to find out that you have leprosy in the communities that you work well, that we work with. Never mind a child to hear that. He was treated for his leprosy, and he received the vital cure to stop leprosy transmission and to stop it in its tracks in his body. He was then referred to a leprosy mission hospital in India, where he received life-changing treatment on his hands and his feet. He should be able to play football again with his friends. Together with your support, we are able to bring his dreams out of the shadows and help to restore his life. As amazing as it was for Samir to be found and cured, leprosy still stole precious time from his childhood where he couldn't do the things that he loved. It snatched days and weeks and months off his education so he could receive treatment. His joy and hope-filled childhood was replaced with worry, anxiety, fear for him and his family. Leprosy could have stolen so much more and even his future potential if he hadn't been found quickly enough. There are many who do not get found as quickly as Samir did. And unfortunately, the impact of COVID over the past two years means that many people are still hiding, remaining in the shadows. No child should have to fear, should have to experience the fear and isolation that leprosy brings. And with your help and your support, no child will. And how can we do that? It's by showing the same relentless, love, care, and compassion that the shepherd shows in our parable that was read for us today. This reflects the heart of, the heaven, of our Heavenly Father. The shepherd in the passage goes out seeking for the one. It was worth it. In the time of Jesus when he told this story, they would have laughed at this thought of going and looking for the one when you had 99. But the shepherd goes, he values the one so much, and he does not stop until that lost sheep is found. The passage is so short and it's so familiar to us that we can quickly be swept away with it, quickly get to the end without realizing what has actually taken place, what Jesus is actually trying to share with us. But let's pause. Let's think about the journey of the shepherd. We have no idea how far the sheep would have wandered. We're not told in the passage, but I imagine it was quite far. The shepherd, driven by love and compassion, well, he could have scaled rugged terrain, threats of wild animals, had to deal with adverse and drastic weather, but he still went. He still sought out the one that was lost until it was found. It was that important to him. 
great, fantastic, the sheep is found, job done, let's get home, the story is over. But no, it wasn't that easy. Have you ever thought about his journey back home? As you see on the screen, many artists and illustrators picture the shepherd picking up the sheep, hoisting it onto his shoulders and carrying it the entire journey back home. I don't know whether in this neck of the woods with farmers um, who've had that experience of having to lift the sheep, hoist it and bring it back home. The journey must have been difficult. Tackling the same challenges of rugged terrain, threats of wild animals, drastic weather. Only this time you've got the extra weight. Was it easy? Of course not. Was it worth it? Of course it was. We can see that in the rejoicing and the celebration that takes place at the end of the parable. The one sheep was so important to the shepherd that he would have done anything to find it and to bring it back home. How deep the Father's love for each of us if we're feeling lost today. How deep the Father's love for each person affected by leprosy in our world today who often feel lost. Those with leprosy feel the loss of inclusion in their communities and families, the loss of future potential and opportunities, loss of dignity, identity, and even their value as a human being is often stripped away by the stigma that is so often associated with this cruel disease, where people believe it is still, leprosy is a curse. The heart of the shepherd is the same heart that compels us at the leprosy mission to seek out and to find everyone affected by this disease, no matter the challenges, no matter the journey. Like the shepherd, we will seek out the lost, the lonely, and the vulnerable, and we will not stop until everyone is found and we eradicate this disease from our world. Those affected by leprosy are often the poorest of the poor, the bottom of the heap, but they have value in God's eyes. Samir was worth it, is worth it, as we choose to journey with him and his family step by step and side by side through his diagnosis, his healing, his inclusion, and his restoration. And Sudarani is another individual who is also worth it. And we're going to see a short video now and hear a little of her story. No, we're not going to have a video. <laughs> okay. If you go on to the next slide, that's great. In the video, you would have heard Sudarani say, the word leprosy filled me with dread. I felt empty and I was scared about what would happen to me. Can you imagine what that would have felt like for her? But then her delight when she's welcomed in, 
She hears that she's cured. In her own words, she says, my family loves me. Their acceptance and understanding of leprosy has helped me to recover. If only this was the story for everyone affected by leprosy. As a mother myself, and I'm sure all of you would agree, you want the best for your family. Sudarani wants that. You understand her heart when she says, I love my grandchildren. I do not want them to suffer like I have. I want to live the rest of my life well and for my children and grandchildren to thrive. Who wouldn't want that? But so often leprosy comes and robs that. Sudarani and her grandson, who you'll see on the screen, Arnab, love each other dearly and they often sit together chatting about their hopes and dreams. Arnab, like Samir, has big dreams for his future. He wants to become a doctor. Wouldn't it be amazing if his dreams actually became a reality? If Samir's life was fully restored, if they no longer bore the scars and stigma of leprosy? The Leprosy Mission have an ambitious goal of zero leprosy transmission by 2035. A vision of a world without leprosy is closer than what we might think. That's only 13 years away. And we need your prayers and your help and your support to make this a reality. For every patient who is found and treated with multi-drug therapy, there are estimated to be 19 more who need to be found and cured. That clock that we spoke about at the start is still ticking. The fight is certainly not over. One of the hardest roads to travel is going through pain without family and friends if you feel isolated and alone. In the leprosy mission, we choose to journey with those who are suffering. We choose to walk side by side throughout the whole journey to help restore that which is lost, to replace fear with healing, acceptance and hope. Your support and your kindness and compassion today enable those affected to be found and cured through community awareness programs and training health workers. It enables life-changing reconstructive surgery and ongoing physio support for people like Samir. It ensures that there's a hospital bed available and doctors and nurses on the front line. Your love reaches out and brings restoration through things like skills training and livelihood opportunities. Your love and support helps to bring those who are in the shadows out into the light. All of these things are essential in Samir's journey and others like him. We can put costs on things like you see on the screen. We can't put a cost beside the things like the worries, the fears, the upheavals that many families have to go through. But knowing that you are side by side with them helps to lighten that load. Your kindness linked with others like you creates a chain of support that reaches from here in Union Road in Macrothel 
all the way to communities and villages in Nigeria, Ethiopia, India, Bangladesh. It helps carry some of that weight. Today I'm here to thank you for journeying with people like Samir and his family, but I'm also here to encourage you and to challenge you to keep walking side by side with them. The journey is not going to be easy, but it is going to be worth it. Your prayers and your giving make all the difference. There is one thing that I would love you to consider, and I hope you don't mind me asking so directly, but actually, we do need your help. Today, I would like to invite you to become one of our regular givers with the Leprosy Mission. Something as little as six pounds a month would enable three people like Samir or Sude Rane to be found and cured. Through six pounds a month, it's one way in which you can be a seeker of the lost and forgotten. It's one way in which you can become the hands and feet of the shepherd today. Jesus cured leprosy in his lifetime. We believe that he is calling us to end it in ours. That ticking clock that we mentioned is still sticking from the ticking from the time that I got up here. That's probably another 10 people or so who have been diagnosed with leprosy in our world. I want to thank you for your support and I want to encourage you to consider continuing your partnership with us. As you leave today on the table, there will be different pieces of literature. I would encourage you to take it with you. I will draw your attention to this leaflet um, that tells more about Samir's stories and gives you an opportunity um, to respond. You'll also find, as you go out, this little bookmark, and this is our Leprosy Mission Prayer. And I would encourage you to take this with you because this is another way in which you can be a seeker of the lost. Take it home with you, put it in your Bible, stick it on a magnet on a fridge, um, whatever works for you. And as you see it, remember those affected by leprosy and pray for them. And I'm just going to draw us to a close now and say the Leprosy Mission Prayer. So please join with me in prayer. Thank you.